Awea, awea, awea. Welcome one and all to Shandi, hailing all the way from Namibia. I'm your host, Katu. Shandi is another word for thingy or something. So this podcast covers most Shandis, as in topics. See what I did there? Posting times will vary from Monday motivations to crants. So it would be Mondays and Thursdays. Crants are Katu rants. Monday motivation has the quote, the song, and message of the week. While crants are the reviews, the music, creatives, cool words, and the main topic. Please do feel free to share Shandi on all your platforms and to follow mine. The link is in the description. I'll be back in uno momento. Okay. Um, Lamau. Uh, so, yes, we've got my music the music i've been listening to um as of late has been harry styles album i've actually been listening to this like ever since it came out i just forgot to say anything about it anyways that's kind of really besides the point yes so harry styles latest album uh fine lines that's yeah i think it's called fine lines and it's so interesting and it's such a big difference from One Direction, obviously. Now the thing is with One Direction is that you know they had a basically they had like a they had an audience that they had to keep up with, and I think it's probably a good thing that they are on hiatus slash broke up because now they can all like fully flourish on their own and do the type of music that they want to do, write the type of songs that they want to, because it's difficult to do that. When you're a group of five, um, yeah, when you're a group of five guys that are kind of completely different, you know? So, yeah. Now, this album, I think, I'm trying to see now. I can't, um, do I like it more than his first one? I don't know. I don't know. It's a big question. Actually, yes, I do. I do like it <laughs> more than his first one. I think it's a very, it's a very beautiful album, and they're like these couple, like okay, watermelon sugar. It's pretty good, you know. And to be so lonely, love that sunflower volume six. That's my favorite one of all time. It's just firstly, I love sunflowers, just first and foremost. Secondly, it's just such a bop. It's such a vibe, you know? And then there's the one where it's like, treat people with kindness, which is like Harry's slogan. And we love to see it. It's, it, it truly is like Harry Styles. And I'm, I'm very happy and proud of it. Beautiful. Now, secondly, the other music I've been listening to, what I've recently listened to was um, Kings of Leon. Their 2005 album, Aha, Shake, Heartbreak. Oh, wow. Um, first time I listened to these guys, I think... Oof, I think it was like in high school in grade 8. Yeah, in grade 8. And it's such a... I don't know. It's very different from everything else I listen to. I think I don't even know what these guys are. Is it like rock or something? Yikes, I, really, I should probably check before something happens to me. Kings of Leon. Mm. 
what genre are they? alternative rock southern rock garage rock they're the guys who made the song you somebody there we go and sex on fire and i love those songs first and foremost you so one round always looking down for all i see oh, Oh, this sex is on fire. Oof. First and last time you'll hear me sing. Amazing. I love these guys. And I just started listening to this album again because, you know, when I was doing something and I was kind of like craving the song, like I just randomly thought of the song. So then I just like started listening to it. And then I started listening to the whole album and bro, it snaps. So the songs from this album that I really like are Taper Jean Girl, Milk, Raz, Day Old Blues, Remember, and Where Nobody Knows. And it's just like, oh, yo. I think Day Old Blues is probably like one of my favorites. It's very slow and like kind of sad. The vibe is sad. I don't know if the words are sad. I haven't listened properly. <laughs> but yeah. So that's the music I've been listening to. Now, the two words that I shall be defining for you today is Orphic, an adjective, mysterious and entrancing, beyond ordinary and understanding. Such a pretty word, like Orphic, and it sounds kind of like an Okay, it really doesn't, but it looks like an orchid. Mm, it doesn't do that either. But if you saw the word, then I'm sure you'd like you know it's like o-r-p-h-i-c whatever man it's just hmm, sorry it's just such a like a pretty word that's like the easiest way i can explain it and last but not least vivify to enliven brighten sharpen basically to like give life to i would say Eh. Sorry, trying to crack my arm and it's not working. Vivify. It's such a... And I'm only saying this because of the way it sounds, but like vivify is very like... It sounds very like vivacious. <laughs> Baguette. Sorry. And I'm just... Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just a very... It's... I don't know. I think seeing a word that has like double the first two letters is really interesting. Like, it's like v-i-v-i-f-y anyway it's just you know something i found that i thought you might like you know yeah just just a little something so this week's creative her name is magumi and she is an amazing illustrator and she's a friend of mine and i love her work because it's always so colorful and organic and curvilinear and it's just so beautiful and like wholesome like it makes me feel some type of way you know it's 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 really good stuff um you can follow her on instagram she has three art accounts for different things she does commissions she is quite brilliant really so yeah that is my creative of the week and she'll be coming up soon cool beans yes mm-hmm Hi, I'm Mugug and I run the account. Ah, I'm Megumi and I run the account Mugug, my bad. But I run the account Mugug on Instagram and Twitter. And I love to draw illustrations and I'm currently learning animation. 
and it's kind of hard to condense my personality but if you want to know more you can follow me especially if you love art anime and games again my name is megumi not mugwug but people call me mugwug anyway what is something you would want to tell your past self she's really stupid for trying too hard burnout is a bitch and sometimes i wish i had experienced a more carefree childhood i felt that i always had to do well in my subjects and in fact at some point in my life that was all i really thought about and um, i always felt the pressure to excel even now i still feel it linger at the back of my head but i've learned how to cope with it basically she needs to chill and live a little and to be honest i would also give her a lookbook with all of my outfits because i really really did not know how to dress properly i can't deny that my clothes were heavily influenced by the games i played like um pokemon and the world ends with you and yeah but i would also tell her that i'm, I'm really proud of her i always craved recognition and maybe it was because i was the youngest child with three older siblings but I think she really needs to hear it and how how great would it be if my future self came to me and said that all my efforts would be worth it in the end. Not gonna lie, got real with this question and it'd be really sick if I could if I could meet future me. What is my favorite project that I've worked on? Okay, so I had to write this one down because I knew I would mess it up. But my Sublime Zine is definitely my favorite project. And I was able to collaborate with so many great artists and create a cohesive collection of illustrations that interpret the meaning, the Sublime. It was my first personal project, and I definitely look forward to making more zines in the future. What is my least favorite project? Yikes. I think my least favorite project was an animatic for the song Wait a Minute by Willow Smith. Love the song, love her, and it wasn't because of the project itself, but more so that I felt dissatisfied by the result. I was cramming it, it was the day of the due date, and I was still drawing scenes, and I uploaded it five minutes before class started, or, or like probably even less than that but i still consider it a good learning experience and one day i might redraw the animatic maybe <laughs> is there a person group or brand that i would want to work with yes i would definitely love to work with anyone with the same goal and passion as me i don't have a particular group or brand but i would definitely love to one day see my illustrations in a clothing line maybe some streetwear brand i don't know but i'm open to collaborating with people just hit me up i guess <laughs> what is something few people know about me few people don't really know that i'm always full of doubt i never really know what i'm doing but i'll always find a way somehow i'm also not really good at drawing from memory or realistically Part of that is why I like weird forms and usually my art style can be described as the sound effect woo 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 and just imagine me wiggling my arms or something. <laughs> I also dropped out of college recently, <laughs> but seriously, I'm taking some time off now 
and I plan to return to my studies when September comes around. And I don't really like to tell people this, but I'm always insecure about my artworks. I mean, who isn't? Comparing yourself to others is unhealthy. Bad me, bad you if you're doing it. And right now I'm trying to work on my self-esteem and my ego, you know. And taking a break is good. And I'm using this time to do things I miss out on, like selling merch in a booth and creating zines. Leaving college might be seen as a bad thing, but I don't regret it. And I find myself seeing that this was the right decision for me. What are some upcoming projects I would want to divulge in? Well, currently I am working on zines that feature my old illustrations and a screenplay of some of my original stories. But look forward to my upcoming zine, The Lonely One, featuring several of my ink illustrations that convey the eternal turmoil of love. Cheesy, I know, but it'll be good, I promise. What are some of my pet peeves? I don't really like people who waste food. But, 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 I also really like it when my friends don't finish good food so I can eat it for them. Thanks, friends. I would just like to thank Mugumi once again for being on Shandi. It was an absolute pleasure. And hopefully next time I'll be able to actually like have a back and forth with you. And I'm very pleased and I'm so happy that you shared all your thoughts with us. And very unabashedly as well. Very honest and very sobering. Mm, definitely. And also your... <laughs> your illustrations and you know collabing with like a clothing line that that would slap like if you had shoes wow i said wow 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 actually we should definitely do something but yes anyways just once again thank you so much and everyone i hope you enjoyed magumi and hopefully i'll have her on again soon um yeah we'll see how it goes because i still have quite a few people <laughs> um but yes everyone thank you so much once again have a great time enjoy yourselves live your life follow the advice that mugumi gave herself because it was some solid solid situations happening there cool 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 cool, cool. bye human beings with me and we're gonna record together and today we're gonna be talking about what are we talking about like accents and african situations you know just <laughs> just just the normal things you know so today we've got fire fire say hi please hi hey. <laughs> and daniela hey okay great so daniela and fire if you could please introduce yourself so that people know exactly like what's happening you know what i'm saying Hi guys, um, my name is Fayo. I'm from Nigeria. Um, I'm Yoruba. 
California <laughs> and I've lived in a couple of places. Um, I've lived in Nigeria, I've lived in South Africa. I lived in South Africa for three years and now I'm currently living in the US because of school. Um, but yeah, I've lived in Nigeria most of my life. So yeah. Uh, I guess for me it's pretty much the same. So I'm Daniela. Uh, I'm from Nigeria. I'm Ivo. I've lived in I've lived in Lagos for most of my life. I've lived in South Africa for two years because of school and now the US also school. So yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So Daniela and Fire are really good friends of mine and I've we had a conversation yesterday. Not yesterday, at some point, and it was really interesting and eye opening. And then we just decided, you know, on a whim, like, okay, nah, shop, we're just gonna talk about it because it's a really good mm-hmm. and interesting, I don't know, topic to touch on at least, especially seeing as it's very different from everything else that I've posted. So, basically, um, wow, the sunset is so pretty, it is. <laughs> Wow. I've been looking at them yeah, actually in that building. That one right there. Wild. Yes. Oh yeah. So also me, ne? Um. Yeah. yeah I'm we love to get off track. <laughs> in case you are new or you just never knew that my name was Katu. I don't know. So my name is Katu. I'm from Namibia. I have lived in Namibia. Okay. Technically, I've lived there my whole <laughs> life. Mara. I've been in South Africa for what like five years hong kong for a year and then now i'm in atlanta living here yes international um okay i wanted to say a fun fact but daniela and five didn't so i'm not gonna say anything. you can you can what say with me speaking in Afrikaans and then Fire was like do you speak what did you say do you she speak asked, she asked I if asked, that was um, no I asked I think I asked something along the lines of your native yeah your if native you speak tongue, your native I didn't ask that directly but I asked something about her native tongue and then you said that you didn't speak your native tongue so I asked so what language yeah, did, did you just did you, Oh yes, yeah. and they said that we said Afrikaans, and I was like, oh. yeah, you said English. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, and I said, and then you like Afrikaans, and then it went into, um, yeah, like yeah, why? From there. Yeah, we went from there. Yeah. So, yeah, I only speak English like fluently, and then Afrikaans. I've been learning it for 12 years, Mara. I don't, I'm, yeah, no, <laughs> I don't, I still don't know it. And that's completely normal because it's just a lot of, that's just how a lot Wait, of why, did, why did you have to learn Afrikaans? Like, why Afrikaans? Mm. Um, I had to learn Afrikaans because I went to a private school in Namibia, and most private schools, they, it's either, no, you have to learn Afrikaans, actually, there's no choice. And then in South Africa, I had to choose between Afrikaans. Did we have Zulu? You are not even remember. And French. Mm. Maybe German? <laughs> that was such a long time. <laughs> um, 
and I chose Afrikaans mainly because I was doing it before, but also because I definitely wouldn't be able to learn Fosa because I don't know my right. other languages. Yeah, because okay. right. I mean, because I know a lot of Bantu languages tend to be very similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So my other two language, supposed languages, is Oshibambu and Suvia, which are these different ethnic groups in Namibia. That's what we need to know. So, Fire and Daniela, do both of you speak your mother tongues, as it is called nowadays? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, unfortunately, I don't, um, mostly because I didn't, growing up, my parents didn't really speak it back home, um, because, I mean, they're both evil, but they have two different dialects, so sometimes things can get um, mixed up like lost in translation, so they opted not to speak it at all. Um, yeah, which which kind of, I mean, at first I wasn't really bothered about it, like bothered by it, um, until I was in spaces where I had friends who had conversations in their own native languages, and I was like, uh, okay, mm. <laughs> just think they're like, oh, yeah, oh, I only speak then? English, um, mm. but yeah, <laughs> like, oh no, I only speak English, oh, <laughs> but yeah, so now I don't. I do not as fluently that yeah, as fluently but yeah no I, I speak I speak here but um wow guys <laughs> I speak, I'm serious English came on the ship it's fine fluent, fluently it's okay <laughs> I can't Anywho, so I speak Yoruba not as fluently as I speak English, obviously, because I've been speaking English longer. But um, I do understand. I understand it a lot because even though when I was younger, my parents didn't speak it much to me. Like my mom would only like say it here and there, or like I would only hear it like when like uh, older people were having conversations and stuff like that, or like when I would watch. African magic Yoruba, like yeah. most of, like mo- I feel like most of the Yoruba I understand now is from music, from TV, and from listening to like my mom talk to like her friends or stuff like that. Because even my my dad doesn't speak Yoruba as much as my mom. Um, yeah, so I, I I I don't speak it so well. I know a few things here and there, but I understand it very very well. Wait, was it so, like? Did you always like? Was this just like you were little and decided like speaking to you or like? Um, I would say like, I mean, they would tell me like little things here and there. Especially my mom, especially like when I would get into trouble or something like this. Uh, what I say something like this? <laughs> <laughs> like when I would get into trouble, my mom would like throw in like you by here and there. Mm. But I would say like maybe like when I was close to like as much as i can remember because i really don't remember my primary school life but i would say maybe from like there that's when like she started like speaking over to me but then as i got into secondary school she spoke even more to me so yeah there is, there is that. but they always speak about to me when i'm in trouble like all the time like all the time my friends only speak but when they don't want us to know what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah they yeah. used to do that too when and then I think this, they started picking up that I understood mm, yeah. because they used to say the same like but then I used to realize yeah I started noticing that like when especially when my mom was with her best friends when they don't want us 
to know what they're talking about, about. And then they would switch to Yoruba. Yeah. But then little did they know. Yeah. I, I, just I know what you're talking about. All the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is mad. Yeah, no, Daniel, um, I think we're in like a similar situation. Like both my parents, one is, my mom is from the Zambezi region, so she speaks Subia. And then my dad is Oshibandu. And like, they're also different dialects. Mm-hmm. And both of them can speak each other's languages. They both speak Afrikaans, they both speak English. But those guys never spoke to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either, yeah. like any of those languages, except mm-hmm. for English. And I don't know why. Like, I never really thought to ask. I never really thought about it. Like, in my mind, it, it the way I was living my life, it kind of felt like, I don't need to know it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not it's not important. It's not, it's not going to help me in school. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, yeah, like, the right. main thing I was thinking. Like, right. it's yeah. not going to help me mm-hmm. in school. And that's such a, like, it's really, like, a dangerous narrative. It's messed up, yeah. To it think is. that. And, yeah. I mean, it's Wow. It, nah, it's yeah. I think that and what we what we're talking about um like when we're having this conversation the first time about how it it seemed almost like if you if you did speak the language or okay so back when we have what we call pidgin English right yeah, so it's broken n- yeah broken English is not like the regular like British substitute English and all <laughs> but then if you if you were having conversations in like your native language or like in pidgin for example you weren't seen as sophisticated enough you're or like Raz. or formal honestly you guy you're Raz. Raz. like <laughs> you were Raz? Raz is like ghetto yeah like like you have no class like you're really yeah like your lower class material yeah. that's such an interesting way to say Raz, like razzmatazz <laughs> no, no, no. but yeah that, that's what we call like yeah the uncles yeah the people who just mm. don't have any sense of like class or like sophistication to mm-hmm. like ratchet. Like, yeah, like yeah. ratchet, exactly. And like, I, I find I find yeah, it from so the honestly, yeah. I find it so in, like <laughs> interesting because like we're out here trying to learn like um Spanish or French yeah, exactly. or like, German. Like, and like to them it's to them is their native language, but like we have our native language and we're not like actively trying right. to like we see it as less than like other native yeah. language which is yeah. a weird way to think about your own culture mm, i mean you should love it, yeah. yeah even like in school like secondary school we weren't really there were rules yeah it was called vernacular, vernacular. they used to call our native languages vernacular and there was literally i I'll never forget like the first day my very first day of secondary school reading my <laughs> but yeah like my very first day of secondary school I, i'll never forget there was a boy in my class who i don't remember who he was now but there was a boy who said something in yoruba and i remember a teacher scolded him mm-hmm. i was like you can't like there's a rule here you can't this is an international speak. school yeah that's what they said it's an, it's an international school please so you please. don't speak anything other than english yeah. while you're in school you're only allowed to speak you're only allowed in, to like speak in, english yeah that's such a which is reason. it really it is, is. it should be like you should speak more right. like more exactly. international no. yeah like i feel like their reasoning is oh i mean one is in the way you speak your language it, 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 again it seems right it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like the standards of an international school equals and it also they they they, 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 they always used to give the reason that um you you might be insulting somebody in your language and they don't and they know. Yes, 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I shouldn't make like that's yeah. not a valid enough yeah. reason. Like I remember, I was always told that no, if you speak in a different language around other people, it's considered like rude. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. might but be talking about them. It really, yeah. And I really used to believe that with my whole soul. I used mm-hmm. to be like, oh yeah. And then whenever I hear other people speaking a different mm-hmm. language around me, I'll be like, oh, that's rude. Yeah. Like, oh, those people are yeah. rude. I think I don't know. I feel like there's a difference though. Like I mean, if Mm. If we're in a group, for example, and you can maybe let's say me and Daniela mm. spoke the same language, and then we're all we're all sitting together like we are now, and we can see that you're clearly trying to get into the conversation and like understand. Yeah. Then mm. we start speaking in our native languages. That's different. That yeah, is being. That mm-hmm. is really However, if we're just sitting down and then me and just start talking, in like, definitely. This I don't think there's anything. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. To that. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. And. Languages are so beautiful. Like I feel, I literally feel like robbed of like (laughs) of like the whole thing because in when we did like A levels in South Africa, right? And we had we had people from all over the continent, like Kenya, Morocco, but so like literally all over the continent, and you hear people like speak to like East African, like speaking to each other in English. English. Yeah, it was like a lot of like Swahili, like from like East Africa or like. Um, Arabic from like in the northern part of Africa. No, Africans never spoke English to each other. Bro, like never. They like communicating in your own and and they speak English fluently. Fluent, yeah. So it's not like them mm. speaking their native language. Hinder them from like their English. Their English yeah. was fine. Did they struggle here and there sometimes? Yeah, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. The, in fact, there was some that it, it, it seemed like English was even their first language. Yeah. Language, but they still spoke their native language like so fluently. And I've also seen it here at SCAD, like international students here at SCAD, mm-hmm. especially ones who are from Europe or like Southern America, America, yeah, Southern America. speak English fluently, but also when they're around each other, they speak their, their, own, their native like, languages. languages. You know, so. And it sounds so beautiful. Like, yeah. there's some things that you can't just like translate in English. Yeah, like, literally it hits can't. different in your own language than like plain old English. That's yeah. why your parents called you. In yeah, I know yeah. in English because it's more impactful. <laughs> it's more I'm telling you, if <laughs> some of the insults I've heard in my language, yeah. if you translate it, to, you can't even translate it. Yeah, to <laughs> like I remember, I think I was I was describing to you how like you want to say I'll slap you like in my language. <laughs> yeah. My here. If you literally like that, that I'll slap you. If you translate that word for word into English, my here means I will break your ear. See, see how instead intense of saying, exactly how intense it is. Imagine saying, so imagine I'll, I'll, I'll break your ear. Exactly. Like, it's like, what are you exactly. talking about? But like, imagine we say, I'll slap you. Exactly. But then to us, it's my, my fault. That means the impact of my slap will be so hard, mm. it will break your ear. Like, like intensity. So it, it, languages are so, you know, like, yeah. and it's sad that it's been. What's that Because mm-hmm. I think, like, in years from now, what's going to happen is like. We can't teach our yeah. kids. Like we can try, can't teach them. I can't know. What, what am I teaching them? <laughs> exactly. I can't if you, know, know, I don't if you know. don't know it, mm. how do you want to pass it on? And it's almost like yeah. it's it, that's it, there's that trend in our in our generation that most of the time we understand but we don't speak. Mm-hmm. But, but then you can't pass we understand you. Yeah. You can't pass yeah. your understanding to the next generation. They would have to do that themselves. Mm-hmm. But if can't be speaking i was really deep in it the other day and i'm like i really can't just be going around speaking yoruba with my future kids 
because I, can't, I don't I only know mm-hmm. a few things here and there which I'm still learning you know and it's just like it's sad it really is it's so sad that's how I'm actually trying to learn French <laughs> <laughs> it's so so sad it's yeah, yeah. It's, uh, especially like when you're not currently living in that city. in that like place yeah. like in that country it's almost like you're being robbed of your identity yeah. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, I'm Nigerian, but like, apart from my accent, what do I have to show for it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I only speak English. Well, British people only speak English. Yeah. American people almost all the time. Like, that's that doesn't mean like. Yeah. But you know, what I mean, but, uh, you, <laughs> no, I mean like, that's like the national like. So what what sets me apart from them? From from them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know. no it's true assuming like if you're in like a new environment like if you travel somewhere and sometimes like there was this one time i went to um the mall when i went to get my phone and kata and i went to like um a stand where you could buy phone cases and then there were just two ladies i could tell they were nigerian Mm -hmm. from the accent from and they were evil because they were speaking their language and Mm -hmm. there's just this like feeling yeah and also like feeling that you get inside like Mm -hmm. i there's someone Mm -hmm. i don't know who they are but like i could like mentally connect Mm -hmm. like with one thing so Mm -hmm. i don't know even though you didn't understand yeah yeah. like languages are beautiful even like accents i think they're beautiful Mm. like when i was traveling back from hong kong i went through Joburg, and like i hadn't heard like a proper south african accent mm, in a while years yeah and i was like hearing all the different ones and i was like <laughs> oh my goodness like it just brought back all the like yeah. changes from high school because i had like twana friends Zulu friends posa friends right all of all of them like it was amazing mm-hmm. like it was literally like music to my ears mm-hmm. it was an eargasm <laughs> like, yeah. and then going back home and hearing like the accents because a lot yeah. of people speak english but then you know almost like everyone has like that slang situation yeah, right? yeah. exactly so then like hearing all of that and then like i always hear like different slang like new words mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, what's that like, oh, yeah, you're not from here, ah, <laughs> like damn guys but yeah, yeah it's so and like just the way that different countries like kind of break english mm-hmm. and put it back together yeah mm-hmm. like it's such a wow yeah yeah very cool and what were you saying yesterday about um south africans and languages yeah i was talking about how um like while i was in school there i just always admired like south africans or the ones that i knew is that like most of i mean most of south africans that i would meet they could speak more than one like they could speak their native tongue and they could speak the other south african mm-hmm. language which i thought was amazing yeah as well as speak english bro mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the english the were all trying to speak so <laughs> the english that everybody's trying to speak they could speak that as well as speak many other languages mm-hmm. and i was talking about how I went I, I went I did an internship there over the summer and we went on the Soweto tour and the our tour guide he was Osa mm-hmm. right yeah. mm. and then he could speak Zulu he could speak his own language and like 
I, I don't know what the other languages are, but he could speak four, like four different languages. Mm-hmm. And he spoke all of them as we were going. And I just found that so like, like, and, and he would walk past people who were speaking other languages outside of his own and communicate with them like he was mm-hmm. nothing. I'm just like, me, I'm sitting here, I can't even speak my own language fluently. Yeah. Yeah. But here, here are these people who like, even go outside and the, the, the box and even like speak like the other oh, languages that are not theirs, are not theirs. Mm-hmm. and I just found that so so cool and yeah it's just it's just so ad- ad- admirable it is, it is. yeah to, to be able to do that and I was also <laughs> talking about the little <laughs> so there's this um there's this like mommy blogger she's Nigerian her name I don't know if I said I mean, if you're gonna bash her, then no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm her amazing work. Oh so, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, her name is Mackie Benson. She's she's a mommy blogger. Um, so she has two kids, but her first her first son, I think he should be six or seven now. Um, but at the time he was five, and I remember watching a video she did on Instagram, and I would I she was talking about how, and I've even heard him speak all these languages so she's Igbo her husband is Yoruba they live in Amsterdam um so yeah so her son spoke Igbo speaks Igbo speaks Yoruba because his mom is Igbo speaks Yoruba because his dad is Yoruba he speaks French because they live in Amsterdam and he speaks English mm-hmm. because oh. majority of people well I think majority of a lot of people speak English mm-hmm. so he speaks how many languages that's how many that just counts? Five. Four. It was four. Four. Yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> it was four. Oh He's five. He was five. Yeah. yeah. He spoke four languages. So yeah. yeah. And I remember I, I think she said something along the lines of like you teach them these languages because either way they're going to go to school and learn English. English. Mm-hmm. So them learning their native languages is not going to affect the mm-hmm. English they're gonna learn. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. the one does not affect the other. Mm. Like our brains are like have a capacity to to to, to know all these things, so we need to stop treating it like oh no. If I teach my child, there's, there's no space for English. Yeah. If I teach my child native language, their brain is full. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. Apparently, like apparently, if you if you're able to learn like one language, it's so easy for you to learn. Learn another. exactly. Yeah. And it, it's it's so much harder to learn languages when you're older. older it's yeah. true. When you're younger, you grasp. It's it's also the same thing as like swimming. Mm. When you're younger, or like ballet. Like, oh, exactly. Yeah. When you're older, to do all these things, it's harder. It's harder. Some so much start harder. Young. So I don't know. It's it's quite. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Like I was saying, I was just saying how like there's one of my friends um that her dad was like he, he her dad said he didn't want her to learn the native language like of the country um because it was going to affect her accent and she wouldn't sound like professional like sophisticated or whatever and i don't know that's that's a very like i don't know it's a very strange way of think it's just yeah it's not it's not okay because you're i i'm i feel like i've been fortunate enough to be around a lot of international students and those that are not exactly african so like people from like europe or like south america even when they talk like their accents are so like yeah and like they're not like embarrassed about that it doesn't make them any less intelligent 
it doesn't like yeah. mean you can't understand what they're saying doesn't yeah. make them any on, less yeah. sophisticated on point, one of oh my, i use my math class as an example like the math class i'm taking right now i can tell you the smartest girl in my class i don't remember her name right now but she's on the tennis team and i think she's from italy i don't remember i think she's from italy and i don't know i think when she speaks when she's trying to ask a question or tell the professor that excuse me sir what are you writing yeah you can tell that like she she tries like she she doesn't try to change her accent mm-hmm. she might speak a little slower so he can understand or repeat herself twice mm-hmm. so that he can understand but she will not she, she will not try and be like yeah so what i meant was like yeah. she's not code switching Mm-mm. and i mean of course people have to understand you but also at the same time you can't water down like your true self mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. like okay why don't they try and understand us like, honestly can we meet each other halfway, halfway. It's you true. know what i mean so why is it it's that true. like if they come and visit us except the ones that want to be rude why don't they try and like talking like our own accent yeah you know what i mean yeah like exactly, why don't they exactly. come to our countries and try to oh, speak in our own accent but so we're we here and there and we're trying to yeah you know what oh, i mean I but like, what do you want someone to come up <laughs> no. to you and like speak in nigerian <laughs> accent <laughs> but like we're out here trying, trying to, to switch to like to, you know yeah and it's so it's so exhausting it's like you it's bite your so tongue tiring. Mm, like, bro i literally choke yeah i really choke sometimes because freshman year was hard no because i mean we're just moving to the u.s mm-hmm. trying to make sure everybody understands and we hadn't met a lot of like africans yeah. at that point in time so we're talking to a lot of americans guy when i tell you my my tongue used to pain me <laughs> i used to get so tired I used to get talking so, obviously because... like i didn't want to talk in class i didn't want to like i hated presentation because mm-hmm. i would have to be like oh my god i can't speak with my normal accent i have to speak in a way that they won't understand so for like five minutes or ten minutes of i'm trying to i'm trying to yeah uh, it's just like it's exhausting <laughs> like it's annoying it really you know so I, I told myself that like I tried to um rewire my brain because now my brain got so used to like when I'm talking to somebody who isn't from like an African country and or, or like a Caribbean because around Caribbeans I didn't even care mm-hmm. but like when I would talk to somebody who is from the US or from like another country I had to I, like it was so natural for me to code switch mm-hmm. so i literally had to rewire my brain so when i start i'm just like mm, no i'm gonna wait what does code switching mean um yeah i think code switching is when you try to i don't want to use the word switch but like when you, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when you try yeah change when you try to change the way you sound or like your accent to to match people around you so if you're in america and let's say you're from nigeria trying to change the way you sound so that they understand in mm-hmm. yeah understand you i guess that's what i understand I'm gonna make yes dictionary well the dictionary definitions is alternating between two or more languages mm-hmm. or varieties of language in communication yeah it's yeah very, i don't know it's very interesting because the thing is when you think about stuff like that you also have to think about the connotations of an African accent. Exactly. Because yeah. I don't even know what an African accent there is. There is no African accent. Exactly. Yeah, Which brings me <laughs> to Black Panther. 
Now I know Wakanda is not a real place. Yeah. Mara. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so Forest Whitaker. I, you know, I appreciate oh. him as an artist, mm-hmm. and you know what he does. All those accents actually threw me off completely because, yeah, it kind of. The thing is with Wakanda is that it was one of the most different perspectives mm-hmm. of Africa right. ever. Right. But now, for me, I love Black Panther. I cried. Like, wow, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, Ryan yeah, Coogler, yeah. yes, wow. Ma- but you see, me, it kind of made it look like, because they condensed as much mm-hmm. African yeah. stuff as possible, yeah, do, it yeah. kind of pushes the narrative that Africa's one place it's yeah. one thing right as opposed to mm, right you know like just because mm. we are diff- different we are so, we are very so 54 different, different bro so there's no way we're the yeah. same different so different yeah. like it's madness the way people <laughs> really group all africans together, together. Mm-hmm. Bro, even even just west africa alone kenyans and nigeria we're so different we're so different like even though we our accents, I feel, are, are the most similar, I would say. But there are some, there are some things... Slangs are different. Yeah, slangs like, are different. Some of the pro- their pronunciations are different. Like, I always make fun of, like, David and, like, my other Ghanaian friends when they say 17. 13. I'm like, what is 17? It's 17. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind wait, of wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> exactly. Like, every time it's 17, they say 13, 17. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it was so different, mm-hmm. but, like... People always group us as one. As one, you know. We're not. Like, you can't. Eastern African countries, Southern African countries. Yeah. We're so Different. polar opposites. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't. Yeah, I completely agree. That whole grouping us as one, I saying there's a, there's no African accents. Yeah, there's, there's no African accent. All. Like your accent is so different to us yeah so different to the knowns yeah mm-hmm. so different to like michael's like, so different to raphael's to raphael's Macumbi, exactly like, we all it's have a different accents yeah and it's crazy because you and makumbi are from southern africa us and yeah uh, and david were from the same west africa west africa different so accents. our accents the same are, countries and your accents aren't even the same right exactly like literally right this, like it's right and it's amazing because it's not even a matter of oh no um i wasn't taught that in school mm-hmm. if you want to know you will know, know. bro yeah. like how can you assume that 54 countries <laughs> in a continent as big <laughs> as africa how do you think that we are all the same well not even similar like bro if you want to say we're similar you could say that we're similar in terms of like customs and traditions and right the way yeah that yeah we take our spirituality very mm-hmm. seriously like our dressing or even like yes. like our like community the community sense community, of community yeah, yes. sense of community food, all like homeliness yeah. and stuff yeah exactly all of you can say in that sense like yeah. our cultures yeah. are very important to yes. us mm-hmm. yeah and that's why yesterday you were yesterday <laughs> you were saying <laughs> that um what were you saying something about we're dying Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so small. Wow. Existential crisis. <laughs> I just I meant um I I meant like our cultures are yeah. unfortunately I feel like with okay may, let me not generalize because I feel like in some African uh, countries they're they're fine. Mm. I think I was looking more from like a Nigerian perspective. 
<laughs> yeah, cultures are dying. Really, <laughs> I'm yeah. never gonna lie. <laughs> like our cultures are dying. Like you honestly, and this thing irks me so much. I go on the radio. My parents and I talk about this all the time. I go on the radio, and every on-air personality has one British accent Ask, bro. or American YouTubers, accent. You see a really strong. <laughs> this Nigerian has never left the country. I'm telling you, you're <laughs> but suddenly it's a YouTube channel. You. They're speaking in I don't British want to accent. judge. I don't like, want to judge anyone, but I, I I know for a fact that some of them have not. Wait, let's think about it this way. I have I know people who have literally lived in foreign countries for years. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can tell they they live live somewhere like you can hear a bit in their accent. Mm. But they still know how to speak normally. Mm-hmm. Ask how me why. No, I'm sorry. Okay, maybe not normal for us. Yeah. So ask me why somebody who probably maybe went there for holidays. So the summer. Went to school. <laughs> went, to, went to school there, or for the summer exactly. Yeah. Comes back. Like I don't know whether it's 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 a, a thing. You become an on on air personality, like on the radio or like a TV presenter. Mm-hmm. Why why are you imbibing another person's accent? I don't understand. Why? Do you think it's easiest for like? That's why I really respect like stations like Wazobia FM and all that stuff where they speak in only broken English. Yeah. They only speak in pidgin English because. It's like, and those type of things don't even help to promote the culture as well. Like, mm. it's like, why am I listening to a Nigerian radio station? You don't even sound Nigerian, bro. Like the most, the most Nigerian thing you do is play Nigerian music. That's I'm the telling most you, Nigerian. that's the most thing. Like, it's and it's honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, uh, it's, and, and it's not even just a thing of. Um, like I decided that I don't want to sound Nigerian. It's society in general. Like exactly. If why why is it that when okay so I go to the US for a school and then I come back and all of a sudden people like want, want me to sound sa- American. That's such a if, good if point. I'm if I'm speaking like in if I'm like, speaking like the regular yeah. Nigerian accent, it's like oh, but you've been in America been, for. Yeah, I have so, um, yeah but, I have uncles and aunties when I go back home or like when they call me. And I'm still talking to them so, like I'm Why do you still sound like that? With all the money we're paying for you to go to America, this is how you're speaking. Uh, how do you want me to speak? Are you paying for me to change my accent? You're uh, paying for me to get an education. Like, so I don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. understanding. Like, like, it's literally so messed up. Because I still remember like being a little, being being like a little kid, like when I was younger, I would, like walking on the streets, you hear, you hear people like by the sides of the road, maybe like, um, hawkers or like people selling things on the road and they have their little kids speaking like Yoruba yeah. or Igbo yeah. or like the native and then when I was little I would think like ew like yeah oh my god ghetto ghetto scary I'm in the ghetto honestly it's like and that's just like a messed up way to think like why are you looking at your culture your language and thinking the ghetto like yeah let me tell you a funny story so this happened when I was in secondary school. I went somewhere to volunteer. I don't remember what, whether I was affiliated with school or church. I don't remember now. But I went somewhere to volunteer for something. And I remember, I remember I went to like this, I went to a public school, right? So I remember these two girls were talking, they were speaking in Yoruba and they, they said something along the lines. They said something about me right and they were they said something about me and then they were like oh no don't worry she won't understand as god will have it (laughs) (laughs) as god will have it i understood and i responded to them and i said which means i i hurt yeah and the, the look on their faces 
the same thing has happened to my dad before we were in the uk i think i don't remember we we're in the uk or something and then some man asked my dad to help them take a picture and so the man said in yoruba that let my daddy not come and steal his phone and run away and so my dad <laughs> so my dad responded wow. my dad responded and i was like don't worry i'm not gonna take it away in yoruba and like the look of embarrassment like <laughs> and it's so crazy how that like, they expect like people of like higher social classes to not be able to speak the language mm-hmm. that, that we're supposed to be speaking mm-hmm. but and if you know if you really like think about it people in the are different social classes there's like the higher class middle class lower class and there's a higher chance that people in the like lower class like know how to speak the language so well and know how to speak english so little so there's like uh, information isn't passed well if people at the top only like only know how to speak proper english and can't communicate with like the lower class people in the native language because literally some people can only speak yoruba yeah some people can only speak Igbo. yeah so what does it help if you're going to that community and speaking english they can't understand what you're saying you can't understand what they're saying so like yeah language is so important yeah yeah i feel right now there isn't a balance like you said yeah there's no balance there's like lower classes in quotes speak more of like native languages upper classes in quotes again (laughs) speak more (laughs) of english (laughs) but you it's only like you you it's very nice to see people who prove to you that it's not one or the other Mm -hmm. like literally you can do both there's people who now speak 10 languages true yeah like do they have two heads Uh, as my mother would say honestly honestly, like my my mom used to tell me when i was younger and people were passing higher than me do they have two heads like Mm -hmm. (laughs) they don't have two heads we are like i mean it takes maybe take some people might be slower than others Mm -hmm. but your our brains have such a capacity to how do you think you remember something from when you were so long we don't you give know? our brains enough credit like yeah, we can man. we can handle all, oh, all of it we can handle <laughs> all of it but yeah 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 I, I just feel i feel like there's something needs to be done in not associating um our culture with mm-hmm. backwardness or mm-hmm. um like and i feel i don't know I feel like our minds have been seriously colonized, bro. Bro, like seriously yes, colonized, true. and that decolonization has to happen mm. because people still think like this. Like you see, you see families, some families where I come from, where their parents don't speak English fluently, but by force their children must speak English fluently. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where the issue comes from. Is that like a lot of these, like a lot of like our parents' generation. They didn't grow up as fortunate as we did. Mm-hmm. They grew up in the village. They grew up not as wealthy as they are now. And so I feel like when they now make it, as they say, when they you know become yeah. rich, when they get their great jobs, when they're traveling the world, they don't want their kids to experience what they did. The, they want their kids to have a better life. They, yeah, they want their kids to have a better life. And that also includes not, you know, like... Uh, being as exactly being yeah. immersed in that culture they want them to be closer to the west how the west mm-hmm. do it you know and by west i mean like western countries not like mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah wow. but, wow. no, no, because we, west. No, <laughs> i said the west people 
think I'm talking about like them guys, but the West isn't like the American. Yeah, like yeah, yeah the Americas, the you know all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I don't know. I'm thinking about it, and when it comes to the whole like decolonization of your mind, I think it's a lot harder to do with languages right now because. We, we can't ask our parents right now you must teach us like our language yeah. but then there are other things like accents for example or like um just like being proud of your culture and not seeing like not seeing your culture as the ghetto or like less sophisticated having that pride in your culture also like also helps like when you're in public spaces not being afraid to sound nigerian or to sound namibian yeah yeah just like little things like that i think i really like that but i feel like more we more of us in this generation have to have these conversations Mm -hmm. because i feel like some people still don't even know that it's a thing they are just living life as usual. People don't know that it's a thing. They don't realize it exactly. And how it's problematic. It's how it's problematic. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's problematic because I just think about like a few years down the line. We can't. <laughs> we're not sure, like we can't erode our culture. You know what I mean? Like it's. Bro, so when they ask you where are you from, what are you going to say? Like, yeah. I'm go- I'm going to say I'm Nigerian, but I don't sound Nigerian. I don't like Nigerian food. I don't want to associate myself with Nigerian, but I'm going around saying. So music. yeah, so what what uh, what, what makes me Nigerian? Just the fact that my parents. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I love trap music, but <laughs> not the time. Really, not the time. Like but it yeah. just reminds me of this. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but there was this video by these South African guys and then they made they had like their South African um black accent and then they mm-hmm. drank Woolworth's water and then they got the <laughs> they got that white South African do you remember that video? I, I think I've video. seen it. I think I know what you're talking it's about. So oh my god, you should put on your story like when you promote this it's so funny and Oh my goodness. You know a lot of people were like laughing at it and then you know Woolworths actually like sponsored them yeah. and like, gave right. them like water and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And then some people on Twitter were like, yeah no, I mean you 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 don't realize that you're basically saying that after you drink white people water, which is like Woolworths mm-hmm. water, which is yeah. Woolworths is most like uh Woolworths is like whole foods. Yeah. <laughs> Woolworths is the whole foods of Southern Africa. Yeah. <laughs> So then you get that, and then immediately you have a white accent, mm-hmm. and that white accent is associated with smartness, clear class, culture, which is such a funny word. <laughs> and then you just think of black accents and birth commas black, whatever that means. Because mm-hmm. if you say black accent, that's so broad, but you think of one thing immediately. Like, yeah. Because if mm, mm, mm. In, in my context now at least, I think if I think black accent, I th- I'll think of Amer- African American. Right, right, right. But before I came to America, I would think of like accents at home, mm. like just just a regular black regular, person yeah, yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very weird because there's so many different black accents. Yeah. There. But now, just the way that we automatically identify our accents as less knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Just like if, for example, Trevor Noah he used to make this joke that um, Russians would be like the bad villain on the big TV screen, mm-hmm. you know, asking for like a million dollars, and how an Indian person like India, like 
the one in Asia would never have um, would never be like a villain because they're just not known like that mm-hmm. in South Africa in his context they're not known like that and how um, you wouldn't find a black person being a villain because of that accent that it's a you're dumb like think of Jacob Zuma mm-hmm. Julius Malema mm-hmm. like all these different South African politicians and how they're just seen as dumb like they're not seen as educated yeah and look I can't lie I don't know about the education I can't lie <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't I cannot vouch for that. yeah but just the fact that you're associating it like that is that's the problem yeah. that's what we need to stop and Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even us as 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 educated as we are and as mm-hmm. like knowledgeable as we are in these things and how we woke up, basically, mm-hmm. inverted commas, woke about it, it's just we still have to unlearn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, a lot it's, of a, it's a lot of unlearning. Yeah. It's a lot of actively have to oh. be like, okay, wait, no, I can't assume that this person doesn't know mm-hmm. less just because knows less just because they speak with a black oh, accent speaking right? like you're speaking your own language from your own culture and be calling your own culture like there's, that's, <laughs> that's the culture, culture. <laughs> that's the culture and, <laughs> and another thing that you can say about africans is similar is that a lot of our traditions and customs are passed down orally mm-hmm. yeah. storytelling that is yes. literally yes. the main yes. form of communication yes. with um, lots of different african countries and that's the thing that's why that's another like reason why our culture is essentially dying just because at least with in a couple of decades if there aren't more people who actively try and learn the languages a lot of things get lost mm-hmm. in translation mm-hmm. and i was reading a book for my um, african poster that i did last semester i was reading mm-hmm. a book and basically just the way that language changes over time and how we yeah. tend to after a certain time like the word itself will just change to mean something else stuff yeah. like that yeah so just imagine with like different african languages imagine everything we're missing out on <gasps> 54 countries don't a forget dialects like yeah, dialects. Dialects are. It's a lot that we're missing yeah. out on, yeah. and that's true. It's so difficult to learn. The, I feel like the easiest way for me, at least, to learn a language right now would be if I was watching it on my mm. laptop. So take Japanese for example. I'm not fluent, not even a little bit. I don't even know how to say hello. I know how to say good morning, Ohio. <laughs> but that's only because of anime. Mm-hmm. I watch and consume a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. There's not any Oshibamu shows that I can just. Is there Oshibamu shows on Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is there a streaming right. app for those things? No. No, there isn't. Yeah. And it's just I'm not saying that you know niggas must just come up and be like okay yeah I must make a streaming app so can get <laughs> No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just right. saying that's one of the reasons why I would know more words in Japanese than mm-hmm. I would in Oshibamu right. or Suvia. And it's just it's completely wild. Like we're just yeah. for Dafa and JJ, my younger the younger niggas in the family. <laughs> they Dafa's learning no, both of them are learning French instead of do, no, they go to an international school. And mm-hmm. imagine languages they have English, German, what's that one? French. That's as international as you get. 
Imagine. <laughs> in, no, no. Think about it. International yeah. school, but you're in a country that has more than five official languages. Bro, make it make sense. Bro. South Africa national yeah. anthem is literally four different languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other country that has an anthem in four different mm-hmm. languages. Mm-hmm. The culture and mm-hmm. the people and the language mm-hmm. is so rich yeah. in Africa, and it's so mm-hmm. diverse, and that's what we have in common. That's the only way you can group us. Yeah. If you want to group us, the only reason, the only sentence that must come out of your mouth is <laughs> Africa is the same because they're all different. Yeah. That is literally the only word. Madness. People are whiling. Push that narrative. Oh. <laughs> Bro, and then, Go oh my god. Africa. Oh my god, all those shows where like they try to get one African um, actor oh my god. and what they have this it? dirty what accent. Oh my Bro. god, this one particular show. I stopped watching it from the first episode when I heard this stupid African <laughs> accent. What show was? Oh my god. It has something to do with blackness. Yeah, I know it. Dear white people. Dear white people, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, the, dear white people. The African. Oh my person. god. When I heard him talk, oh, literally, yeah, I was disgusted. Actually, ew. What's his name? There's so many. Yeah. Like, the way they will be talking on their ship. I know you want to want this name. That's how they talk. Like, yeah, so they many situations. They stress me so much. Like, okay, My yes, name is Fire. Bro. That, that's literally how they talk to mimic our accents. It's like. And that's not. That's not. That, <laughs> no, honestly, Black Panther. You're really trying to make us like. You know, the we strength of the Black Panther is stripped away. Away. Wait, school songs are going to daily basis. Like, please, but yeah, like it's 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 like that narrative, and I remember, like every time, something that I did or something that I like to do because I, I'm so I'm so so I feel like one of the things that I'm that the Lord from above has placed in my heart (laughs) that I'm so so passionate about is my continent and. Mm-hmm. the narrative that we've been given mm-hmm. and changing that narrative and I, I every opportunity that I'm given I try to so every time when I was in my English class last quarter almost every essay I wrote was about Africa yeah about I, Nigeria mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in in my speaking mm-hmm. of ideas class almost every topic I picked mm-hmm. was on African culture or Nigerian mm-hmm. culture literally like I thought I, I wrote an essay about this whole language thing as mm-hmm. well an essay that I got like Oh, Yay! Yeah. We love to say. But no, I agree. I agree. And I, yeah. yeah. So because it, it, it that's how you start pushing mm-hmm. these narratives. It's like every opportunity you get to talk about mm-hmm. it, you do. Whatever avenue you get to talk about it, you, you do. do. You know, because it starts. It's little voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it starts. I agree with little that. voices. Um, I'm very grateful for like artists like burner boy for example mm. like he's he's helping us change the narrative, the narrative he's help like actually in music and arts and mm-hmm. cult, like he's helping because he's somebody you can say does not change his style of music because mm-hmm. he's collaborating with foreign artists yeah he wouldn't have like, sound like i love whiskey love his music but then when you listen to like songs like shaba yeah. because he had like chris brown and what's his name three songs on the song it's, he sounds different like that's regular like trap sound. song you know yeah. what I mean so like it's and I remember I didn't watch the Grammys but I, I, I watched I saw on Twitter I saw um, her name is Angelique right yeah she won the Grammy mm-hmm. how she gave a shout out to Burner Boy that he was really 
like help you so it's like you use whatever even though your voice might be lit what you think is little you don't have like one million people listening to you or whatever you you still talk about it and still keep pushing that narrative because Mm. guys that's the only way people wake up it's true even when even in your conversations with people that's why i don't entertain like when i meet people like foreigners americans especially and i introduce myself and i say i'm from nigeria and then they tell me oh i have a friend in kenya i and say then and then i ask them I, i've done this to one person before i asked the person where 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 he was from and he said he was from new uh, from washington i said oh i have a friend in new york like and he honestly at me like and i'm like what well, the you, same thing you, you just told me thing. like <laughs> i don't even know the people on my streets <laughs> I don't know. I don't know people on my streets, but you want me to so- somehow she? know your friend in Kenya? Like, um, excuse yeah. you. I beg your pardon. <laughs> like, but yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like, yeah, edu- like educating people. Yeah, like about don't. Ed- yeah, like ed- in your like little conversations little with them in whatever like mm-hmm. where you can like school projects. Charmaine did something like with her. She designed like a whole collection, of, and it was very deeply ingrained in like Zimbabwean culture. Mm-hmm. And I deeply appreciated that. Yeah. So it's like using our like as artists, we're artists using what we do to push to forward push a forward different a different mm-hmm. narrative. Danger of the single story. Honestly, every I think exactly. every presentation I've had to do for class where they talk about um, where they ask me to talk about like an inspiration or like mm-hmm. an artist or something. Mm-hmm. I only use African, African yeah. like yeah. people yeah, like Yagazi, Trevor Sturman, Timmy Coca, like using twice. people from yeah. back home because not all artists are like yeah. American or like same. European. Like and we, chances are, but other people when they do present, yeah, they present like people like, you exactly. can't relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. for sure, yeah. definitely. Like in fall 2019, my my draw professor was like, you know what I really like about you, Katu. You always bring your culture to class. Yeah. You always yeah. That my design, my design class. Yeah. 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 Every single thing I did mm. was either about black people or African. Africans. Yeah. Like always. Every guys. Every. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. little Everything. thing. That, and that's how it has to be. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, I'm just that African. I'm just pushing African. Yeah, sometimes you feel like you're doing it too much, but you need to do it because they've been so, I don't know what the word is, but they really, there's the ones that really don't know. There's the ones that really just want to remain ignorant. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take us repeating, whether we're repeating it or not, until it enters your brain and you change your reality. Honestly. (laughs) Don't like, we're not doing it too much. Like it, honestly, I don't know. Oh, just don't you think when you're like designing something let's say for a graphic design class and you're designing obviously you have an audience right Mm -hmm. so now wouldn't it i mean obviously it would be difficult but wouldn't it make more sense if you actually showed or put your thing in context like showed the actual audience that you're targeting your piece wouldn't that make more sense in terms of so for example Last semester, I did a poster on Africa. You might remember the Africa mm-hmm. poster. It was basically, I was talking about, or well, at least Southern Africans, because I know that we take, uh, in Namibia at least, we take Christianity very seriously. Like, it's the end or be all, like how we were talking about it. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, I was just saying, and I remember seeing um, a slam poet named Frequency, and she was just saying how they use Christianity to erase our culture. 
like we don't know who we were serving before like we don't mm-hmm. know like at least i know for namibia you don't know yet <laughs> like i know right. more about night okay i'm lying <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> only know like of because of yeah. things fall apart and that's yeah. like one book yeah. that's like nothing mm-hmm. it's like a drop in the ocean that's mm-hmm. literally so yeah. just having that um poster so i was explaining okay yeah i, I made africa and it was a cake in the shape of a cake you know right. so went what 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 and then in my head i was thinking i'm like the class won't even recognize that this is africa they won't yeah. understand the weight right. of africa yeah. already and then i had like a short blurb at the bottom explaining um the headline was did we taste good because colonizers came and they cut us off yeah like cake like cake literally like cake that was a miracle that's literally... funny thank you thank you very much <laughs> oh my goodness and i explained this i explained it to the mm-hmm. class i explained it to my professor and i explained why i didn't use capitalization in the blurb because that's how people um steer away from the western grammatical mm-hmm. norm just to also just to emphasize like okay they're not using proper english because english is not the language i'm came on supposed to be speaking so then i did it and you know i did the post that i explained it but i could tell that they still didn't get it was it. just it was more like okay katu's just talking just finish your presentation mm-hmm. clap hands you know it's one of those things that people just don't care like yeah. not all, it's not it would be as different care. as if your audience was african exactly. yeah right. it's not like they don't care because it's about africa it's more that they don't care because they just don't, don't care. care it's mm-hmm. not it's just class it's just a presentation yeah. and my professor explained this i explained this to her especially the no capitalization thing and then she emails me and she's like um yeah you should you should have put the capital letters in and you should have explained to you the content of why it was literally my choice as a designer to do the poster exactly like this and you still have the audacity to come and tell me that I should have done this this and this I understand like I understand she's the professor and you know she's I mean she has obviously more experience than me she knows more than me yeah. but I know more about the topic I'm speaking about on than she does right and in terms of if yeah. I want to execute it a certain way I will execute it that way mm-hmm. if you look if she told me something about composition yeah. then I'd be like okay yeah, yeah not the actual concept you're trying to yeah. push yeah yeah think I was so <laughs> angry bro I was like <laughs> before we wrap this up um i had color theory in hong kong and i brought we were doing movie stills like we had to find like different stills from different movies yeah and take um and do like little color swatches of them and whatever mm-hmm. and i did sarafina i did what did i do i can't remember the other stuff i did and I was the first first and foremost Hong Kong was tough. I was mm. the only black person in all my classes. Whoops. Complete. Like not even African. Whoops. Black person. And I was just I brought the stills and you know the 
Kalush and Jason, he was like, mm-hmm. Oh, what movie? What, like, what movie is this? And I was like, Oh, yeah, Sarafina, what, what, what? Yeah. And he was like, No, I'm lying. It was a Kenyan movie or a movie about Kenya. And he was, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of, Oh, um, you. <laughs> Lord, let me, like, help me remember this. It was so funny. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know anything about Kenya or Nollywood. And I was like, okay, firstly, I don't know where Kenya and Nollywood. Nollywood, <laughs> Kenya and Nollywood. Number one. Number, one. Number two, I literally said, yeah, me either. Because I don't. And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Like, yeah, like, yeah, Nollywood. <laughs> don't uh, know anything about it. Like, dead ass. No, I'm just wow. like, wow. Hate to see it. Really hate to see it. Oh, and one last thing. So those mm. Nigerian brands, like brands in Nigeria, yeah. do they use like pigeon English to like advertise to the youth or whatever, like to make themselves seem trendy and hip? Um, something that I've noticed, or I used to, when I was younger at least, something that I noticed is that like a lot of brands would have different versions of the same ad. They would have the posh and English version, then they would have the pigeon. So, for example, so there's this one particular. So, for example, like radio ads, um, there's one particular uh, radio station where they speak only pidgin English. So, for example, for that for that station, they would have to put like pidgin like ad. But even on TV, I've noticed it is that like they would have like two, Mm -hmm. they would have the same concept of the ad and then they would have the english where they are speaking english proper, and they english. Have proper english and then they would have where they are speaking broken english mm. and i did deep it till now that we're actually talking about it that that was probably to advertise to, to different yeah who don't know how to speak proper english mm-hmm. <laughs> oh rather speak broken english and then the cool people who speak in cool in quotes bro speak english. you know how many we are in nigeria I Almost can bet 200 you, million yeah, people. I can bet you not up to half of us can speak very good English. So yeah. why do we think it's so like you know national? you know one ethnic group I deeply respect in Nigeria that me I think they're secure like when it comes to like keeping their culture like houses mm. up north maybe mm. yeah up north Hawa Hawa has lived in the U S longer than she's lived in nigeria she still speaks house mm-hmm. she's lived Appreciate in it, she's lived that like houses i mean they they just prolong their culture mm-hmm. i appreciate it <laughs> like me not us i don't your boss especially your boss especially and it's so wild because like men your bar has so many di- like dialects mm-hmm. in your bar. I'll never forget when I used to learn your bar in secondary school, like when we took the class and we we're talking about how like one god that language is so crazy. Like one word has like ten different, different variations and it means different. So things. let me give you an there's a word called Ogun. It has different pronunciations. There's Ogun. 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 Mm-hmm. And they all mean different, different things. things, but it's the same spelling. Mm-hmm. Is that not so interesting and intriguing to you? Like, 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 what? Like, but let's whitewash it. But yeah, let's 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 not. And with that whole like 
what watering down like when you were talking about i was thinking about how like nowadays i don't know if it happens with Igbo as well but i know in yoruba like a lot of people have started to fertilize yoruba like nowadays when i say fertilize it's like they will mix yoruba and english so there are some words in yoruba that i will never know the meat they i'm so sure they have yoruba oh. meanings but nobody uses those yoruba meanings and everybody uses the english version do you know what i mean so they can say um i'm trying to think of this sentence <laughs> but like okay nothing is coming to my brain right now but it's like they would throw in like an english word like in the middle of the yoruba sentence because supposedly we don't know what the word in yoruba is but i'm so sure in the village they don't yeah. speak english yeah they say it in yoruba so <laughs> what mm-hmm. you know but yeah bro our culture is so beautiful like it, it, it keep it alive. yeah it sucks that like <laughs> it sucks that it's like slowly like eroding I mean like if we don't actively do anything about it it's just going to fade away and i think that's why that's why um i well i'm trying to get back into like reading but like i read i used to read a whole lot and for the longest time all i used to read was like well like books by white people mm. or like americans or like what's, this, what's that. we used to read what's this author we used to read in primary school i can't i know oh god but all these like old white ladies like old white Margaret people and, yeah all those people um yeah but i think now i started like from two years ago i made like an intentional um decision to only read books by african authors and that's literally all i read now and it's so beautiful it's you. so beautiful like reading a book and even if it's by a south african author I can almost like relate to setting experiences because like mm. I don't know there's just this, this like homely feel to it like the references they make the little slant they throw in there and here and there our uh, storytelling like you're talking about storytelling is so different from the way like a white man would write a book and like describes the way we describe like people and like situations is so different like if you read a book by Chimamanda and you read a book by I don't know like yeah like it the description everything is just so like different like our culture is so rich and like so strong i don't know i just yeah it, that's i'm sorry there's something mm-hmm. i thought about <laughs> that i just have to talk about i just have to say it i love that this book around but like this concept <laughs> there were some parents there were some parents that would move to like the uk or the us and I don't know where this concept of when their kids misbehave, I will send you back to Nigeria for punishment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't understand mm-hmm. that crap. Like I'll send you to the village. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that punishment? <laughs> why is that not a good thing? Why is that not a good thing? So I remember crazy. I heard it. I remember I forgot about that. That was a thing, mm-hmm. but I heard it on my, another friend's podcast. Like she was talking about like like being like Nigerian diaspora like in, in, in another country and she was talking about how like parents like our parents our parents generation <laughs> man they did something yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like but that's another topic for another day that's, that's another, another day I'm very passionate about mm-hmm. another day, okay. another day. but yeah like I'll send you my children will misbehave remember that very famous video. Yeah, going when he pranks his dad that he got a girl pregnant. Oh yeah. So this British boy pranks his Nigerian dad that he got a girl pregnant. And so his father, after his father finished out, he said, You are going back to Nigeria on a first class ticket. <laughs> no A level, no GCSE. You are going back to Nigeria. 
And I mean, it was funny and all, but when you dip it, why are we sending mm. our children back to Nigeria for punishment? for punishment? Or sending them to the village for punishment? Like, as per what? So you won't. <laughs> <laughs> because you won't enjoy the good things of Because, okay, you know, it's a struggle. If you are not in the US, you are struggling. Yes. So sad. It's, it's, yeah. So sad. We, like, there's so much, like you said, there's so much unlearning mm-hmm. that needs to be done. And it, it's very, like, it's such an intent. Like, it has to be an intentional thing. Like, you can't. Because these things have been so ingrained in us. And our minds have been so almost brainwashed and colonized to the mm-hmm. point where, again, you don't recognize that it's actually mm-hmm. problematic. It's true. But we move. Sure. You always end with what? We move. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 a very sobering conversation. Yeah. Not that I was drunk or anything. I mean, <laughs> sobering life. It really makes you think. It does. And it kind it of does. makes you almost sad in a way. Mm-hmm. Because you know that there'll literally be people who just don't care. Yeah. And they'll never want to learn. They'll never try to and honestly at the end of the day that's okay you can't for we'll yeah. probably be better off without that yeah, person of course, really of course. Like, yeah. it's just one of those things mm. wow hate to see it but before we close off do you guys have any final thoughts some things you want to promote I don't know like yourself or like maybe one of your bras I don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay. wait promote like like what way just like go follow me on my <laughs> okay YouTube. yeah no problem no problem um you can follow me on instagram my personal instagram is almona.d.a.l.m.o.n.a.d A-L-M-O-N-A D. and i also do photography and that account is daniela almona that's yeah that's it i'll put the links in the description mm-hmm. file um you can follow me on instagram my handle is file underscore a I also have like a business account, but like I'm kind of rebranding right now, so I haven't oh, posted anything. I haven't posted anything in a long time, just cause I'm trying to change mm-hmm. like a lot of things. Um, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I'd like to promote. thank you for having wow. us. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I was gonna say it first, and I was like, yes. No, go on. Thank you. Actually, thank you for having us. I always wanted to be on a podcast. Like, this is so cool. Sorry, guys. I'm beaming right now. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I mean, no. It was. It's pretty cool to have like these conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely gonna do i think the next one we do will probably be about like names and like mm. pronunciation of like names mm. and, and like any other stuff i literally just me. tweeted today the next person who called me fail <laughs> instead of fire and I, I like i put oh my god i put it in like you know i used to have it on my instagram handle like the how, pronounce, to pronounce, how to pronounce my yeah. name because i got so fail. fed up so wait this is how i tweeted it i wrote Wow, I actually tweet way too much. Yeah, I tweet way too much. So I said, might knock the next person who calls me Faye in bracket pay oh yo yo in bracket instead of fa do re mi fa. Yo yo, especially if I corrected you multiple times. Like, dude, it's not that. It's that is so it's so crazy that I've shot I've shot it. My name is not fire. Yeah, my name is Oluwa Fire Kumi. But to make your life easier, I made it. I I said fire, 
but you still cannot say fire. That's See, you and I think of shit. Oh, no, that's a whole other thing. Let's not get into it. We will get there. Wow, take to see it. Take to see it. Okay, well, I'm just going to promote uh, myself. I have a podcast. It's called Shunt. What are you listening to right now? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> why oh, why not? It's the way DSV promotes itself on DSV. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh my word. Um, but yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, um, have a really good time. Live your life. Remember, not not one African represents all Africans. Amen. Not Hallelujah. one Nigerian represents all. Amen. Not one Nigerian represents Bro. Nigerian. Sometimes Bro. I don't even represent myself. <laughs> like please. <laughs> Please, please, like don't. Yeah. And when you say you want to go to Africa, please say specify the country. Where? I can say I want to go to Europe, but that's not as damaging as you saying you want to go to Africa. <laughs> what is that? What is Africa? Where? Is that? What, where? Where, please? Wow, hate to see it. Really? You're from Africa? <laughs> yeah, from Nigeria. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, okay. I'm so sorry. Cool, 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 cool. But yes, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely follow the podcast. And if I were you, I would download Anchor and listen to it from there just because you get to hear like the music because I can put in actual songs from artists. So that's definitely um, a, a good perk. But yes, have a great time. Live your life. You know, do the things you need to do. And for the very no i'm not gonna say this for the last time but i'm gonna say this again if you need help with your powerpoint presentations please dm me because it's a problem <laughs> stop putting paragraphs in Bro, your presentation you know, I, I stop that I was going to stop <laughs> no please because i look stop. at some powerpoints and i'm just like yeah okay for the last time once again thank you so much and have a good uh, I want to say day, evening, night, morning, evening, you know, whatever it is. Whatever it whatever is, what it is. What it is. What it is. <laughs> bye. Okay, file. Bye. Bye. How do you say bye in Yoruba and English? Really put me on the spot. Bye. Put me on the spot. Odabo. Eh? Odabo. I just, I just said what I said and I was like, what? Odabo. I saw like, a, a, like somebody who's, ah! Please forgive me, all you Yoruba people. I said, Odabo. Oh, what? I said, Odabo. Oh, what? What? I'm ashamed. <laughs> Bye, please. I beg. Please. That's how Yoruba people will disown me now. Odabo. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, file's gone over time, so Daniela can't say bye. She'll give her the whole rant. I'm sorry. I just, like, I know if my mom should hear that, she'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my word, okay. Um, I don't think I know how to say bye. No, nope, I don't. Okay, bye. <laughs>
I don't know, like, you know, just people, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, have a good one.